Hey, what's going on guys? DK. Back at you with another video here to bring the seven game NBA main slate on Saturday. Before I get into the video, if you guys are new to the channel, welcome. My name is DK. I made daily videos and live stream for NBA and NFL sites on DraftKings. I'm going to have my final look video for the NFL. Was it week seven main slate up tomorrow, later tomorrow? So be on the lookout for that. If you guys are unable to watch these YouTube videos, I also upload on Apple Podcasts. I have a link down below. It's called the DK DFS Show. And if you're interested in signing up for premium content, offer that on patreon.com. A few different packages also linked down below. And I want to thank the sponsor of today's video, Prize Picks. So hey, let me refresh this. Um, if you guys are not familiar with Prize Picks, there's two different ways you can play it. The first way is taking over under and straight up fancy points. And the second way is taking over on our trade-up points, rebounds, assists, three-pointers made. Um, so right now they have some stuff posted for what tomorrow night it looks like. Um, but yeah, if you guys want to try it out and sign up using my code DKDFS, that is DKDFS, all one word, you'll get 100% match up to $100. Finally, I want to thank you guys again for all of your support. We've had um, you know, 250 to 300 concurrent viewers and all the live streams so far. So really do appreciate all you guys getting a lot of views and likes as well. I uh, can't thank you guys enough, but yeah, make sure to hit the like button. Let's try aim for 150. Subscribe, hit the notification bell, and let me know how you did tonight. Um, all right, so... Before we get into players and their prices, let's review tonight. I got a question for you guys. <clears throat> Am I being trolled? Am I being trolled? Because I seriously think I'm being trolled. Five players of my eight in massive blowouts. Again, Houston and OKC, two-point spread. Bulls, Pelicans, five or six-point spread. Massive blowouts. <clears throat> you guys happen to see what LaMarcus Aldridge did tonight? You happen to see? Because I played him at 10% ownership in the first slate, and I was so excited. And you guys obviously saw what happened there. You see what he did tonight? 35 fantasy points. Absolute smash. How about the Toronto guys? How about Toronto? I played Prussia Chua at like 15% last slate. Massive foul trouble. Faders get bailed out. See what he did tonight? 15 and 15 with like three blocks and the game blew out. He lost minutes. How about Scotty Barnes? Scotty Barnes. I play Scotty Barnes. Massive foul trouble. Fade him tonight. Stays out of foul trouble. 50 fantasy points. So, I ask you again, am I being trolled? Because I think I am. I think I'm going crazy. <laughs> so, we'll look at my lineup. But yeah, um, so, no, in all seriousness, um, I, I was hammering home on the Patreon live stream how I loved uh, Precious Achua. And the only reason I played Vooch and Jonas Valanciunas was I was at the game tonight. So, I kind of wanted some exposure. Um, but I was telling people, okay, if I wasn't going to the game tonight, I would play Precious Achua. So, I was hammering that home. So, I know a lot of Patreon members still want to Precious, which is good. Um, yeah, shit. SGA. The, like, 
SGA was like the most ob- like obvious play of the slate. And of course, bust, blowout. Massive blowout in a two-point spread. So, um, yeah, I wanted, I was, I was also hammering on Patreon to play uh, two of the three or all three of Rubio, Dinwiddie, and SGA. Of course, the one I left out was Dinwiddie. He went for 60. That game goes to overtime. Did have Kuzma and Sabonis are both solid. Um, I used Caruso as a contrarian value play. Again, I just, I was kind of loading up in that game because I was going to the game and I wanted, uh, you know, wanted it to be a close game. Uh, of course, it wasn't. But, um, yeah, Giddy uh, was chalk value too. Massive blowout. Again, it's just like, Am I, am I being trolled? So the next game, all these guys that were in massive blowouts that I played are going to go for 70 fancy points. Like, is LaMarcus Aldridge serious? 10 of 12 shooting and 35 fantasy points for Lamar- LaMarcus Aldridge? I told you guys this was going to happen. I literally told you. I was like, hey, LaMarcus Aldridge is going to smash and completely troll me. And he did. And the Toronto guys too. Precious Achua. Like 50, or what, 40 fancy points for Precious Achua. I'm I'm losing it, guys. I'm going I'm going crazy. So, all right, let's take a look at the lineup in the Thunderdome. Um, and again, once again, you're going to see the ownership condense in the good plays. Josh Giddy was a clear value, 87% owned. SGA, 75% owned. Again, just a massive random blowout. It was a two point spread. You got to be kidding me. Um, Green was another clear value or one of the better values, 50% owned in the high stakes. Um, Vucevic was about 40% owned. Um. Yeah, Dinwiddie was chalk, kind of expected that. This is the winning lineup. Uh, Rubio with KCP, who surprisingly was 25% owned. Uh, Giddy, Kuzma. Christian Wood was a guy that I've told you was like an optimal play. I went to Jonas Valanciunas to get, uh, go for lower ownership. And obviously that game was a massive blowout. Um, and then, yeah, Dinwiddie, Durant, and Harden to clear out or to finish up the winning lineup there in the Thunderdome. So, and I don't know what else to say other than I'm, I'm pretty convinced now I'm being trolled. So, yeah, and those guys that massively busted for me tonight, like SGA, Giddy, um, Vucevic, Jonas Valanciunas, all those guys are in massive blowouts. They're going for 80 fancy points the next play, and I'm not going to play them. Or if I do play them, they're going to bust again. So I'll tell you guys what happens. If I do play them, clearly avoid them. If I fade, they're going for 50 plus. All right, let's talk about this slate. Uh, here, let me refresh Bavada odds here. Seven games, so uh, Heat and Pacers are 223.5 over under. Uh, the Heat to 3.5 point favorites, Mavs and Raptors are 216.5 or 216 over under. Uh, the Mavs are 9.5 point favorites, Pistons and Bulls 214 over under. The Bulls are 9 point favorites. Uh, and the Bulls look good. They're a really good team. Again, I saw them live tonight. They are good. Uh, Pelicans and Timberwolves 227.5 over under. T Wolves 6.5 point favorites, Grizzlies Clippers 226 over under. That's a late night hammer with the Clippers are 9.5 point favorites. Okay, so we'll start off Miami. And right now, the big news to keep an eye on is the status of Kyle Lowry. He is currently questionable. Got banged up last game. So that's pretty big. If Kyle Lowry can't go, it might be Tyler here that starts. Or they might go to a guy like Gabe Vincent or Max Struss in the starting lineup and, and want to, you know, maybe keep Tyler Hero in that six-man role. So, um, yeah, if Lowry is out, obviously, you know, Hero gets a boost. And then maybe one of these value guards, if in fact they do start, uh, but if Lowry's out, the top two guys look very safe in Jimmy Butler and Bam Adebayo. It's a really good match for the Pacers. They're not great defensively. They play really fast. Um, so I like both Miami uh, stars, especially if Kyle Lowry's out. Now, if Kyle Lowry's in, Kyle Lowry himself 
would be my third favorite of the big three for Miami. Um, and then below that, like Tucker Robinson, I'm probably not going to go to. I know P.J. Tucker started like 15 fancy points in like five minutes that last late. Uh, Deadman is questionable if he can't go. It's probably going to be Yurt 7 that plays the backup center role. So if there's no Deadman, um, you can use Yurt 7 as contrarian value play. He'll probably play 10 to 15 minutes if, uh, again, Deadman can't go. I'm right, moving on to the Pacers. Can we, can we start with this? You guys see this? Miles Turner. A guy that is really more out there for his defense. Not the best offensive player, just out there for putbacks and, you know, to play good defense. 15 of 22 shooting 40 real-life points. What is going on? Like, excuse me? What is this? 40 and 10 with three blocks for Miles Turner? That has, that, that can't be real, right? But, um, yeah, so, so bonus at 10K. It's not the best matchup, but he is still firmly in play. The pace is running a shoot, super tight rotation. So still some interesting Sabonis. is not as good of a matchup, though. Um, again, Brogdon, same thing I'll say about Sabonis. Massive minutes, 50-plus fancy points in the first couple games. No issue with either of the main stars for the Pacers, even in a bad matchup, because they're just going to play huge, huge minutes. Um, again, Miles Turner, well, I guess he's just the best player ever. No, but like I'm don't really want to chase his Miles Turner game. He's not going to shoot 15 or 22. That was a massive outlier game. Like an absolute massive outlier game. 64 for Miles Turner. Um, so yeah, I'll probably pass a lot of others chase. Um, and uh, all right, what is what are we doing here? What are we doing here with pricing DraftKings? So Chris Duarte is 3300s uh, first game. Moves up to 6K. Now he's back down to 3,900. Does that make any sense to anyone? 3,900. Played 45 minutes, 40 in regulation. So, yeah, I think Chris Duarte is a very good value play at that price, obviously. Um, But that's really it for the Pacers. So let's move on to Dallas and Toronto. Yeah, Luka Doncic at 10.8K. Uh, had an awful shooting game, and the game was a massive blowout. Uh, but this is a really solid matchup against Toronto. I think he's one of the safest spin-ups on the board. Don't think he's going to shoot 6 of 17 every game. So, yeah, Luka, really do like him. think he's safe. Uh, Porzingis at 7.3 did have an off game, did not look the best. But he's he's been looking better in the preseason, so I'm still fine to go to him. I think ownership's going to be low based on you know what we saw last game. But I do think Porzingis has a better year this year than he did, obviously, you know, in the playoffs last year. So um, I don't mind Porzingis as a contrarian play. And then everyone else, I just don't know if I can do it. Hardaway, too reliant in the scoring. Dorian Finney-Smith is just priced up too much. Um, probably the value I look to would be Jalen Brunson. He did play 26 minutes off the bench. I think we're going to get 20-ish minutes from him every game. He's a solid, again, fantasy point for many guys. He's in play. But again, the bigs like Powell, Kleber, Collie Stein are all eating each other's minutes. I just don't think I want to do it. I'm a seven gamer. Moving on to Toronto. So, um, no Siakam still. Fred Van Fleet at 7.6K, 35 and 37 minutes. Has yet to have a good shooting game, but I think he's relatively safe play because of the minutes. Um, and I don't mind this matchup either. So, I do think Fred is solid. Um, let's see, scrolling down a little bit more. So, uh, they actually moved. Um, Goran Dragic to the bench. He only played 12 minutes last game, so no real interest there in Goran Dragic.
Okay, let's move on to Detroit and Chicago. No, but seriously, Precious and Scotty Barnes are way too cheap. Uh, I'm going to buy in this game, and they're both going to get ejected or pick up five fouls in two minutes. That's what's going to happen. All right, uh, but Detroit and Chicago. So Detroit, um, Jeremy Grant at the top at 6.7K. He played 32 minutes last game. He's going to be one of their you know better options in the offensive end, but... It's just like, eh, the price doesn't really stand out to me. Same with Sadiq Bey. Like the Pistons all seem kind of like secondary options again for me. Um, Isaiah Stewart's going to start and probably play mid-20s minutes, but like 5.9 feels right. They have a you know competent backup in Kelly Olenek, a good point per minute guy, but like he's priced at almost 6K. It's just like everyone's priced in the 5 to 6K range, and no one really stands out for the Pistons. So in all honesty, these guys are all secondary plays. Um, no one I'm prioritizing. Moving on to the Bulls. So, um, Zach Levine looked phenomenal tonight. He shot 11 of 19. Um, he's probably the bull that has the most upside. He's only 8.6K. He shot really well again the first two games. So if you want to go to Levine in tournaments, I have no issue. Um, he's still doing a, a pretty good job at stuff on the stat sheet too. Uh, game one, four assists, seven boards. Game two, five assists and six boards. So um, Levine firmly in play. Again, with Levine taking over, Vucevic took a back seat. He also didn't have the best shooting night again, but I still think he's very safe. Going to have a high floor on a night-to-night basis. DeRozan also looked really solid. Um, had 39 fancy points in 32 minutes. Really the big four here for Chicago all look good. And Lonzo Ball is a guy I was really high in for tournaments tonight. I knew he'd be low-owned. Revenge game area of. He absolutely smashed triple-double, almost 60 fancy points. Once again, I like Lonzo, but the ownership is going to go up on him this slate. Let's see, Alex Caruso at 3.4K, I think it's fine value. He's going to be in the closing lineup. He's going to play 25 to 30 minutes. He's a guy that can stuff a stat sheet. Um, I'm perfectly fine going to him off the bench. All right, moving on to New Orleans and Minnesota. So the top three guys for New Orleans in a good match pair look good. And Brandon Ingram, JV, and uh, NAW. Ingram being a guy that has the most upside, they're just going to run their offense through him when Zion is not on the court. Um, he went for 26, 8, and 8. Game 1, 25, 7, and 6. So I think Ingram is a really solid play at that price. Jonas Valanciunas is playing massive minutes. He lost minutes again because of a blowout. He was on pace for like 37 minutes. Um, Would have got a double-double. It's a solid match against Cat. The only thing you have to worry about is potential foul trouble. But I'm fine going right back to JV in tournaments. And then NAW. Going to play big minutes too. He's going to be one of their top options in offense. So the big three there for New Orleans, I think both all, all look pretty solid. Devontae Graham had a really good game tonight. He's got a, a lower floor than the other three, but he is only 5.5K. Um, other than that, Josh Hart, I don't expect him to play. So I'll mention Herbert Jones for value. He's a solid defender, and he played 29 minutes. Assuming he starts again, he's a viable punt play, but he's really not uh, you know, a guy that's going to do a lot on the offensive end. All right, Minnesota Timberwolves. So Carl Anthony Towns at 10.2K had a massive game in only three quarters there against Houston. This is another good matchup here against the Pelicans. So I'm fine going right back to Cat. The price did, one, did go up, but he probably gets a double-double, probably gets you close to 50 fantasy points. So he looks like a really safe spend-up. I do think DeAndre Russell's a little bit underpriced. He lost Mets because of a blowout. He's going to handle the ball a ton this year. Um, and again, a really solid matchup. So the big three for Minnesota, all in play. I would say Ant-Man, probably my least favorite of the big three, but he is the cheapest two at 7-3. Uh, besides that, like Nas Reed at 4.2K, he'll play some backup five. He played 19 minutes last game, but again, kind of got extended because of the blowout. So I don't think it's necessary on the slate. Uh, McDaniels at 3-5, sure. He'll probably play 25 to 30 minutes. Not the best point for a guy, but is going to be out there a good amount and is only 3.5K. So I think he's a decent value play. 
are Milwaukee and San Antonio. So uh, Brooke Lopez once again ruled out. Drew Holiday looks like he'll be back. So we'll have to see what the Bucks do with the starting lineup. My assumption is they start Giannis at the five again like they did last game. Um, so Giannis himself at 10-5, as long as this game uh, is in a 40-point game at halftime, he's going to play 35-ish minutes. So I think Giannis is a really safe spend-up. Um, as long as there's no foul trouble or massive blowout, he's a guy that has a super high floor and high ceiling. As far as the next two guys in Middleton, Drew Holiday, I do prefer Drew Holiday. Um, I don't think there's going to be any limitations on him. Again, if the game stays competitive, we probably see around low 30s minutes for Holiday at 6-5. Feels too cheap. Again, no Brooke Lopez. Um, I'm guessing they go smaller with Giannis at the five. So that probably means more minutes for guys like Grayson Allen, Pat Conton. Both are fair values. I do like Jordan Nwora off the bench. I think he probably plays at least 20 minutes, a good score. So I'm intrigued by him. George Hill, not as much with Drew Holiday back, but he'll still get some solid run. Um, Sandro, uh, you know, got some garbage time run, but he's just not the best on the defensive end. So I don't think he sees a ton of minutes here in this game. All right, moving on to the Spurs. So once again, I like DeJounte Murray. He's just going to be their top option to offense every single night. He's going to play mid-30s minutes. The Spurs are running a tight rotation, so I think he's a really safe play in the mid-range. Uh, Derek White as well, also playing massive minutes. I think he played like 37 minutes tonight. So both guards here for the Spurs I think are underpriced. Don't play Thad Young. He's not in the rotation. Um, Jakob Pertl, 4-9. He's probably going to play around 30 minutes or so. I think another safe value play probably gets you close to double-double. Um... The other value plays, guys like Keldon, Lonnie Walker, Devin Vassell, they're all in play because of their price points, but I would say more GPP plays. All right, two games left, Phoenix and Portland. So Phoenix, they were blowing out the Lakers uh, last time I looked. It was like a 30-point game. I think they won pretty easily. Let's see. Oh, wow, the Lakers actually made it somewhat close. Huh. But, um, yeah, so... Of the two guards, Chris Paul and Devin Booker, Chris Paul is the guy that has the much higher floor because he's going to handle the ball a lot more. So Chris Paul, I think, is a very safe play. If you want to go to Booker for tournaments, sure, but he struggled shooting the last couple of games. DeAndre Ayton's kind of just a neutral play for me. I think he plays low 30s minutes. The offense doesn't run, really run through him. The way he gets his buckets is like alley-oops or putbacks, which is not great. Um, and then, yeah, the rest of the Suns, like I said, they're just all secondary plays. The wings, no one really stands out. Um, McGee will play the backup five role on a smaller slate would probably be more viable on a seven gamer. I don't know if I want to go there. All right, moving on to Portland. So tougher matchup here for the Blazers. So I don't love um, either the guards and Lillard and CJ. Also, both are more contrarian options. The guy I like the best, and to no one's surprise on this channel, it's Yusuf Nurkic. Um, only played 29 minutes last game and went for 44 faints once. This guy is just a great fantasy player, right? He's going to produce when he's out there. Great rebounder, uh, can block shots, get some steals, can obviously score the ball. Um, so I think Nurkic is a pretty solid play that will go uh, lower owned than he should be. But below that, like Paul and Covington, I'm not going to go to either. I think Cody Zeller makes for an intriguing um, contrarian value play. He's going to play the backup five and probably play somewhere between 15 to 20 minutes. He's actually a pretty solid point for a guy, right? You remember when he was getting a lot of minutes for the Hornets and he had a couple big games. So um, yeah, I think Cody Zeller is a decent contrarian value play. And finally, Memphis and the Clippers. So, um, Ja Goat, wow, he looked good. I told you guys, right? I'm going to say it. I said it for in the preseason videos. I'm going to say it for the first few videos for NBA regular season, with Jonas Valanciunas off this team, Ja Morant gets a massive usage bump. I'm going to say that one or two more times just for you guys. But, again, he is going to have to do way more offensively. They're not going to post up Steven Adams, right? Last year, Jonas Valanciunas was their number two on offense, and they ran a lot of offense through him. 
They're not going to run offense through Steven Adams. So John Morant's going to have to do a lot more. 9.2K might feel like a lot, but I still think he's one of the best bend-ups in the slate. Triple J is going to be popular. He was the chalk last slate. Was kind of a bust. I guess he was just all right, 32 fancy points. Um, Good shot blocker. Had four blocks last game. He is prone to foul trouble, but he stayed out of foul trouble last game, so that's at least positive to see. Um, I think he's perfectly fine play. Might be a little bit over-owned. Again, always had to worry about foul trouble with him. Steven Adams at 4-6, it, it just feels too cheap. I know like he doesn't have insane upside, but he's going to play like 30 minutes a night. And it's just 4.6K for a starting center. It's just too cheap. So I like Steven Adams a good amount. Um, D'Anthony Melton, 3.8K, started last game. He played 31 minutes. But, 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 when I play him in preseason DFS NBA, and everyone's out for the Grizzlies, he shoots 3 of 15 and busts. No, but uh, seriously, I think Melton is a really solid value. He is good on the offensive end. He's going to get a good amount of shots up. But he played 31 minutes last game. And same with Desmond Bain. Like, what is the pricing on this site? There's so many guys underpriced. Desmond Bain played 30 minutes. So both Bain and Melton look really, really good here for value. And finally, the Clippers. Well, Paul George, 9.8K, played 37 minutes. Some of these uh, main Clippers guys played massive minutes. We'll get to Reggie, who played almost 40 minutes. But yeah, without Kawhi Leonard, he's just a guy that is going to do it all. Almost had a triple-double last game. I like the matchup. So I think Paul George is a very safe spun-up. As I said, Reggie Jackson, he played 39 minutes. He shot 4 of 19 and still went for 30 fancy points. So I think Reggie's a really solid play in the mid-range. I do prefer him to Bledsoe. Even though Bledsoe did play well, um, yeah, I'm going to give that to Reggie over Bledsoe. Let's see. Guys like Ibaka, Batum, I don't think they're going to play in this one. Uh, so Avicii Zubac, a 5-3, going up against a bigger front court for Memphis, might have to play a little bit more. He only played 17 last game because that was against a small ball a Warriors team. But I would think he plays a little bit more. So I think he's a fair value at that price. And then once again, I like Terrence Mann at 4-7. He played 39 minutes. He's going to play big minutes off the bench. Uh, so I think he's a pretty safe value play. But other than that, that's probably it. So, yeah, guys, that's the new for the video today. If you haven't enjoyed the content, make sure to hit that like button, subscribe, hit the notification bell, and again, let me know how you guys did tonight. Thanks again. Uh, hope you guys all have a great night. Let's hope for no trolling uh, tomorrow. And, um, oh, one quick note about live stream. I'm traveling tomorrow, so I'm going to try to do a YouTube live stream. Um, but if it might only be a Patreon live stream tomorrow. I'll let you guys know on Twitter. But, yeah, guys, thanks again, and I will see you all tomorrow.